when are we born? When do we die? Why are we born? Why do we die? The world has been destroyed and reborn countless times, always resurrecting from the ashes as paradise. It has happened before, and it will happen again. An endless cycle of life and death. The world is a paradise that was opened by someone. But this era, too, is almost at an end. We have acquired the means to exceed our natural span of life, never suspecting that the world itself was finite in its existence. This knowledge has left me in despair. My fate has fallen and scattered like the petals of a dying flower. Like the blast from a sandstorm, it has been worn down and weathered away. As if to be purified, the world will be encased in ice so that it can return to the beginning once more. Paradise is a world that is opened by someone. Bienvenidos a la Tuna en Japanese, el podcast. Cuando... Hold on, hold on. Which, which button is that? This? Oh, okay. oh. Hi, welcome to Tuning Japanese, a podcast where two dudes in their 30s, dos hombres. That is the first time I've ever fixed that the first try. <laughs> en los treintas, I think. That's 30s. just because you don't know any more languages. It's been a while. <laughs> Talk about anime. If you do French or German or something, we oui, oui. that bit would have gone on. Longer. It would have gone. It would have been great. I I don't know any other languages. See, that's called yes ending. I you know it's only yes ending if I have the knowledge. That, drink your beer. Is, is it yes andying? I'm yes andying. <laughs> I'm Andy. <laughs> Are you no butt ill? Uh, I'm, like, not, no, I'm, no... I'm not butt ill. No, I'm not. <laughs> But who are you? I'm Bill. <laughs> that was a weird introduction. I mean, I ate a lot of Portillo's today. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hey, Portillo's <laughs> in the Quad Cities. That's my small wonder for today. That's... Uh, wait, sorry. Wrong show. Wrong show. <laughs> I'm on the wrong podcast here. Uh, hi, guy. Hi. Hey, we're in the studio. <laughs> Remember last week when Josh said, like, I'm back? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently only for one week. Yeah. <laughs> special guest star, Josh. Yeah, pretty much. That's We're delegating Josh <laughs> to special guest duties now. It's kind of like on Roseanne where like 
Crystal just kind of stopped being in the opening credits after a while. Oh, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Crystal would, like, hang out, and then she'd be, like, eh, kind of only there when... Yeah, she was in the opening credits for, like, three or four yeah, seasons. Yeah, and, and then she was never there. She had that weird storyline with Dan's dad. We're rewatching the old episodes, and it's still... She's still married to him, I mean... Dan just had his heart attack. Spoiler. Yeah, yeah. Spoiler. We are not watching it together. I want to make that very clear. Bill and I are not watching that together. (laughs) Bill and his wife are watching them together. And I just happened to watch five minutes of Roseanne. Although, I love Roseanne. The show. Not as much the individual. It is baffling. How good To watch these old episodes. Mm -hmm. And see her stance on things. Yeah. More than one. And not to get too political. But just, just from sheer facts here. Right. There's more than once she makes fun of somebody voting Republican. Totally. In, in these old episodes. Uh-huh. It's like she's a complete... The Roseanne of then and the Roseanne of now are completely different people. Do you think it's like one of those things where a celebrity is, like, swapped out for a body double? An alien comes and takes them, or they're, 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 they're stolen, and then they just, like, put someone in place? Like that robot chicken where, like, <laughs> evil, crazy Michael Jackson fought original Michael Jackson who came back from being sold by the aliens? Yeah, and then extra crispy Michael Jackson, uh, and an original um, <laughs> recipe Michael Jackson. It was a really good one. Was that when you got his hair set on fire? Yeah, it was. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, kind of like that. I think. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, there was like a whole theory. Uh, I think I, I think I remember this from Wonderful, like or, or okay. somewhere, uh, where they were talking about. Maybe it wasn't Wonderful. Maybe it was still buffering. But anywho, they were talking about. I think Lindsay Lohan, and how like that people thought that like she. I think it was her had like a like she disappeared and then like someone else like took over as like the new Lindsay Lohan. Are you thinking- Avril Lavigne. Or maybe it is Avril Lavigne. Yeah, that was the whole it thing. Is, it is Avril Lavigne. I'm sorry, I'm getting my white, privileged pop stars of the aughts mixed up right. here. No, that's a, that's the a thing with Avril Lavigne. Oh, it's Avril Lavigne. Okay, got you. And it was still buffering that was on. Probably. Go check out that podcast. It's not part of the questionable Never Never because that's dead. Also, it was too good. Oh, yes, that's actually really accurate. Because they're on Max Fun so they can actually make money. Yeah. Maybe we can get on Max Fun. Probably not. No. Probably not? Probably not. You're probably right there. Hmm. <sighs> it would be nice. It would be nice. Hey, we're here to talk about Wolf's Rain. Yep. We thought we were done. Last week, you and Josh, thank you, by the way, for taking on the reins of the podcast. I got so much water in my basement. Um, lost another water heater. Just got a new one installed today. All lost money. another water heater? Yeah, we need to replace it anyway. But anywho, I got a nice tankless wall-mounted water heater. That, yeah, those it's are a nice. Very cool investment. Um, very warm investment, I should say. Yep. No, it's really awesome. So that that's a that's a thing that I have now. So I was I was doing floodwaters and it sucked. We were damp. That's why we yeah. didn't record in here because it would have been icky and stinky. Yeah, it's like I think Josh described it really well last week, where it's like you know when when your basement floods or his basement floods, like you get water. Yeah. When mine and we floods, have to clean it, right? And it sucks. When mine floods, it becomes a swimming pool. Like right. literally, it is a swimming yeah. pool, and I have to somehow shovel the water, bucket the water from yeah. the entirety into ours. Is the really well. more of a nuisance. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. I'm telling you, man, invest in a pump. I have a pump. It just doesn't work half the time. So I need to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get. This is neither here nor there. But oh, the, the, our, all of the problems are gonna be solved eventually. Ours died. Yes. So if I can get it going again, because they had to buy another mm-hmm. one. If I can get the original one going, yeah. you can have it. Well, I appreciate that. There we go. It's like our own little personal Craigslist moment here right? on the podcast. Uh, um, no, we're here today to talk about episode one of the OVA, Where the Soul Goes, and perhaps 
If it runs short, we'll also talk about episode two, which is um, some title. That Gunshot we'll of Remorse, I think is what it is was. Is that what it's really yeah. called? Yeah. That's a weird title. I mean, I guess it makes sense right. at the end of that episode. We don't want to spoil because we may not even talk about it. It's this a little episode. pretentious. It is a little pretentious. The OVA is a little pretentious. Yeah. But the OVA is a really, it's a downer, man. So far. Like, so far, not a lot happens... But, like, when things do happen, you're like, holy shit. Yeah, like, oh, man. They're not pulling any punches mm-hmm. at all. But before we talk about that, we're going to talk some nerd news. Nerd news. I've got something. I mean, there's a lot of things coming up that I think are awesome. Like, June is, like, the best month for nerds. Right. Um, it's nerd Christmas, I like to think. One thing I want to talk about is, uh, did you see the Dark Crystal trailer for netflix i didn't actually see the trailer i saw the trailer was available oh really you didn't watch the trailer i never got around watching the trailer no but i'm gonna watch it anyway you're gonna watch it right now because we're going to no uh, i meant i'm gonna watch the show so oh okay well we're gonna watch the trailer now so bill knows what we're talking about i'm gonna pause the recording we're gonna come back to the recording and then we're gonna talk about our thoughts on it and we're back is it a prequel i don't or an alternate timeline, a retelling. Okay, so so I, I can see why you're asking these questions. Because yeah. there's a few things that happen in the trailer that are kind of confusing. Number one, we're first introduced to a new character, it looks like. But we also see the old characters. Which seems like the old characters. Right. I mean, we have, I mean, we have was it Jem, Jen, and... Uh, right. A, was it Kira? I can't remember the, the girl's name. I can't I, either. Off the top, top of my head. Characters that look exactly like them. Yes. Like... The one, the new character, obviously, like, you can tell it's a different character. Those other two, almost in, like... The new one kind of looks like the chick from Day at War. I don't know what that is. What is that? What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I'm so confused. That weird South African rap band? <laughs> what? All right, we have to pause here again. Oh, yeah, we do. Pause okay, again. we're going to pause again. I mean, yeah, I see it. <laughs> right? She kind of looks like the chick from Day at War, right? Uh, check out the music video, Ugly Boy? Yeah, apparently I've not seen that, that one. That was weird. Uh, I think you freaky is. <laughs> I think you. You you're think freaky. I'm? You think I'm what? I'm sorry. <laughs> I think you're freaky is what they're trying to say, but they spell it all. Okay, weird. got like, you. They spell it with an accent. Uh huh. They spell it. <laughs> spell it with an accent. There's a title. Um, and Fatty Boom Boom was like Fatty Boom Boom was like the original. Good old, good old Fatty Boom Boom. That's what I call my auntie, Fatty Boom Boom. Do you? <laughs> no, absolutely not. hundred percent not. Uh, so, huh. Can we go back to the Dark Crystal now? Sure. Age of Resistance or whatever it's called? Yeah. Um, so, is it a prequel? I don't know. It sure well looks like some sort of retelling of it. Because I can't remember, how does the Dark Crystal end? Does it end with the, the crystal breaking? Boiler alert. Okay, well, it's been a while. I just can't remember. It's been a while watched. I can't remember Skeksis how it ends. The and the, the monk dudes recombine into their original form. Oh, that's right. Okay, you're right. You're right. And then they, they wander off, right? Yeah. Okay. But they're Skeksis in this. They are Skeksis. So this must be some sort of weird reimagining of the story. Or a prequel. Could be a prequel. I don't know. I know that after, obviously, the publication and, and release of the movie, over the last, like, five years or so, they've been trying to bring more elements of the story to life. I know they did a comic book, um, which I own, and I've read, not all of it, I don't think, but I've read parts of it, and I really enjoyed it. Um, they held that contest, right? the 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 novel contest, which I actually 
put an entry in, right. um, and I made it in the top 25, not to humble brag a little bit, um, my name is on the internet with the title of that book that I could have got published, but it, didn't. It didn't. So it didn't, so it's fine. Thought that was uh, it's, I mean, you know, thanks. Appreciate it, Dick. <laughs> And then, obviously, the the winner um, got her book released, and right. I own that. I'm going to read that this summer, I think, eventually, since all the stuff with like Dark Crystal is coming out. Right, yeah, so yeah. I, I kind of want to read it now. Um, but I bought it just to support her, obviously. Right, yeah. She was another person that tried out for that contest. Um, but no, it looks really awesome. Um, what do you think visually of it? Because we go back and think about the original Dark Crystal in the 80s, and this was produced, and it was the first big sort of like, you know, this, this, was, this came out before Labyrinth. Right. Um, what do you think of the art style? I think they did a pretty good job. It's kind of hard to tell they're not Muppets. Mm-hmm. I mean, you eventually see it. Yeah. I wonder if they do have some moments of actual puppetry going on in this still. Once I caught on it was CG, everything looked CG. Yeah, I, it is CG. It is, but it it looks I, so... I think they did a really good job Absolutely. Of the CG effects aren't intended to look real. Right. They're intended to look like Muppets. Yeah. And that's cool. It's a good idea, it certainly. Like, if yeah. they updated the look to make everything look photorealistic, I wouldn't like it as much. Right. The fact that they, like, Agra and the, the Gelflings and uh, Fizzgig. Yeah, Fizzgig. They look like they looked. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yep. It'll give a it'll give a sense of, more, a little bit more of a sense of life to the world, too, because even though I love Dark Crystal and Labyrinth, some of that old puppetry does come across as somewhat stilted and a little bit lifeless. See, I love that old puppetry. I mean, I, I love it. Don't go wrong. I do. But I think it'll be interesting to see it more fully fleshed out and alive. Like, the world's going to feel more alive. And I I love practical effects. Oh, yeah, I know you do. I, I'm a, actually a little sad they're not practical effects. I get mm. why they're not. It's really sad to say, but, like, it almost would be more expensive to do it practically than it would with the CGI, which I mean, is anymore, weird because anymore, anymore be. it is. I mean, if you go back to like when CGI was really kind of starting out, like mm-hmm. man, it was super expensive to do any of that. Yep, it's crazy. Now you can do it on a laptop. That and it's like that is my would have been my dream as a kid. Like I wanted to work in special effects. Yeah, like that's why I didn't even bother pursuing it when I got to an age where I started pursuing things. Things had changed so much. The computers had already started being yeah. a thing. And it, Absolutely. Just adoring practical effects and idolizing mm-hmm. um, Savini and Stan Winston and right. and Harryhausen and, um, and Henson, obviously. Oh, obvi- obviously. I mean, really, the Henson workshop would be, you know, a creature shop would be the place I want oh, to work. Oh, of course. But yeah, I just kind of gave up on that because, well, for one, you know, Hollywood, London, you know, what? Yeah. How am I going to get there? Right. But for two, it just, it was becoming not the thing that was done. Yep. Uh, the Dark Crystal series, it's going to be a series, not a movie, because it did mm-hmm. say specifically Netflix series, yep. uh, will debut on August 30th. And I imagine just like Netflix does with everything else, you can watch it all and binge it all on the same day. Yep. I've got something else I want to talk about real quick. Tomorrow, from when we record this, which is, we're recording this on the 4th, we're recording this on like like a Tuesday, which is weird. We don't ever do that. It's my Friday. Yeah, pretty much. There's going to be a couple big things. One, a Pokemon Direct, which I'm not going to go into. Um, it's just just going to be a 15-minute look at the new Pokemon games. Um, so when we're driving up out of town, when I'm going to join you and your, your family tomorrow, uh, I might disappear for 15 minutes onto my phone watching that. But the big thing I want to talk about is Handmaid's Tale is coming back. Yeah, Amanda wanted to watch it tonight, actually. 
It's not out tonight. Okay. Yeah, it comes out tomorrow. Uh, new episode, and it'll be once a week, obviously, like they did before, yeah. where they it, it's on Hulu. Yeah. Uh, if you have not seen Hands, Handmaid's Tale, uh, highly recommend. It's called the news. Yes, if you wanna, if you just wanna turn on whatever your local news is or national news, that you could also find it there. It is not just only on Hulu anymore. I almost don't want to watch it now, right? Because of like horror is fun when it's speculative. Well, I mean that's. <laughs> I mean, that's the, that's what dystopia, dystopias are. I mean, especially, it's interesting because when you look at dystopian fiction, mm-hmm. and you look at the big dystopian fiction, mm-hmm. 1984, right. Brave New World, you know, even, even things that aren't necessarily just dystopian, things like Lord of the Flies that like, like dabble in, in some of that. Fahrenheit 451. Fahrenheit 451, obviously, is another a good one. The author's fears, are being realized in this fictional world, but they're the fears that come from the world in which they live in at the moment. Right. So when, you know... Dystopia is still horror. Right. So like when when Bradbury releases 451, or Huxley releases Brave New World, or Orwell releases uh, 1984, they're exaggerated things, but they're pulled... You know, it's like, Law and Order SVU, right? Ripped from the headlines. uh, Right. and, And the fears and the things going on around them. We haven't had... I mean, we've had dystopian fiction. Mm-hmm. In in modern day, it's had a resurgence, especially mm-hmm. in young adult. Right, like that's where most of our dystopian fiction, Hunger Games, lies. The... Right. Um, now, Handmaid's Tale, written in the nineteen, I want to say nineteen eighties. I could be wrong. I'd have to go back and look that up again by Margaret Atwood. Obviously, was commenting on a lot of social stuff, but it is really fascinating to be in this moment, this 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 current moment with such a big piece of like true dystopian, right? Like Hunger Games is dystopian. Right. But it is watered not only say watered down, but it is kind of watered down, like, you know, in some ways for kids. It's well it's also further away from reality. It is further away. It's far fetched. This is realistic stuff, right? This is Huxley, this is I mean this, this there are things from those that are still like removed, but this is so real such realistic dystopian right. work. And given the climate that we are in right now, not again to get too political, there are a lot of things that we see in our modern day society that is very much going on in the show. Which is why I'm saying it's almost not fun to watch anymore. Like I was engrossed by the first season. You know, the second season was a little less engrossing, a little less fun. Is a weird word to use, but you know what I mean. I mean, right, right. Horror is well, fun. Horror is absolutely it is speculative and transgressive, and absolutely it is. Um, which is why I like horror. You know, mm-hmm. you you really talk about things or show things you that society doesn't want you to. Mm-hmm. I have a little trouble wanting to get into this third season because, uh, like I said, it's it's on the TV now, and mm-hmm. I guess maybe it makes it more important than ever. But it also is just like uh, more of this. Yeah. Not that it won't be well-written, well-acted, well-directed. Oh, it'll be all of those things. A strong message. Absolutely. If anything, it could be... A, it, the message itself is what's going to be most powerful. Yeah, and more important. That's the most important yeah. now than ever. Right. I mean, just as a... You know, you know, because it is so close to reality right now in the world in which we live, I mean, art in general is a great way of making a statement about the world in which we live. Right. And honestly, as as much as it may not be as fun as it was, it may be more important now than ever. Right. Especially being a big show that has so many people's attention. Right. So I'm very much looking forward to it. I will be watching tomorrow night the, the first episode, and I will be 
um, you know, ready to see this whole season unfold. And I'm curious how many more seasons they've got because, I mean, this book was not that long of a book. Didn't the book end like where season one ended? I, Aren't we already doing Game that, of Thrones with I it? I mean, we kind of are in a lot of ways, but I mean, I can't really say definitively because um, it's been a while. I did a little reading about the book and about mm-hmm. the original. I think that's what they said. I think, mm-hmm. I think about where season one ended. Yeah, this is where they. Yeah, I think it's going to be really powerful and really good. We got to get to this episode. Yeah, we should probably get around. To we it, should probably huh? get around. It's like almost. It's past nine o'clock. It's nine twenty already. Full disclosure here: this was Josh's episode. Yep. And Josh is not here, uh, so we do not have notes. So what we're going to do is we're going to play episode one. Of the first uh, OVA of Wolf's Rain, Where the Soul Goes. So it's episode, I guess, technically episode number 27 of Wolf's Rain. Yeah. I'm going to try to walk us through it. And you can obviously help us out. Since this is Josh's week and he's not here, you can help out along the way. We open, not with my favorite theme song of all time. No, that's the Funimation logo. No, it's, it, it starts with the Funimation logo. No, we actually start with an image of the Book of the Moon. And I do believe that's a book of the moon, right? I'm sure, it He's is. Looking what, through. It's literally the only book we've ever worried about this show. We get uh, a bit of dialogue from Darsha as he's going through the book of the moon. But you notice they don't say Darsha; they say Darsha the first. You're right. Yes, they do. And I swear that voice is the owl voice. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. So, so you're trying to tell me? Okay, so that in the last episode, when I I, in my again. ten minute diatribe about the last, the finale. Mm-hmm. The owl, when the owl shows up, that's yeah. a descendant of Darsha? No, I think it's an ancestor of Darsha. Oh, sorry, I meant ancestor. That's yeah. the word I meant. Sorry, I used the wrong term. Uh, again, I hate to do it again, but let's pause one more time and, and bring the audio up. All right. And All right. Ba- back it up. We're going to pause here. I think this is important. God, that was neat. That's what I'm here for. Holy shit, that was the fucking owl. Yep. Dude. So he talks even, about... Even that sing-songy, like, why do they do? Yeah. Why do we do? Oh, so so we get the owl, Darsha... Darsha the first. The first, narrating... Our Darsha's grandfather. Yes. Who we see in a portrait at one point, right? Yes, we see a random-ass portrait when, of him. With the old spittin' dude. Yeah, the old with, spittin' dude. With spittin' Sam. Uh, so, no, yeah, so he's talking about, like, the idea of death and rebirth and paradise and all of these things, and essentially how, like, well, this has happened before, which makes me wonder... Are Darsha the first's descendants? Do each one of them bring about the end of the world somehow? Maybe? I don't know. Because that's kind of where we're going. I got nothing for you there. I mean, it's it's kind of where we're going, though, in this, where at the end of the finale, right, quote right. unquote the finale, he stabs and kills Jagara and right. breaks the cycle of, like, like, her bringing about paradise, this artificial paradise. Her, yeah. And Which isn't paradise? Kind of get the intention that paradise ruled by the wolves is, and even when we see paradise, it's always a natural world. Yeah, you know, so maybe pre-human, prehistoric nature is paradise. Whoa! And the humans come, they fuck it up, and then the world destroyed, and then the wolves are the rulers again of this new. Until he, yeah, like, oh, they, like yeah. it's not just a new world; like they literally start over. Yeah, and then we get a lot of that in these episodes in the OVA of, like, death, rebirth, starting over, ending the world. But I think there's, in episode two, not to spoil too much, I think there's a line where Kiba is talking to Cheza, and Cheza says, it's no big deal, it's not ending, it's just restarting. Right, exactly. That was kind of the intention I'm getting, is... It's kind of cool storytelling. Right. 
it actually kind of fills in some of the gaps of like what the fuck is going it's, on with this a, world. It's a reincarnation of a world, basically. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. So, so we, this isn't a pre-apocalyptic or post-apocalyptic setting. It's a pre-apocalyptic setting. Kind of. Pre and post, almost. Well, granted, I mean, obviously it's post because right. Huh. So we get a lot of images of the ruined world, and I, I do want to mention real quick. We've mentioned how beautiful the art style is in this. Uh huh. I feel like the OVA is even better. I think that's probably true. I don't know if it's because they're trying to make up for shoddy storytelling. They probably just have... They're fresh. Yeah. They know they're just doing four episodes. Right. I imagine if they're doing a four-episode OVA, they don't have to worry about scheduling. Oh, yeah, like breakneck one a week. Yeah, they can just pour everything into it. And they do. And they do. They really do. I mean, it's stunning some mm-hmm. of the scenes that we see in these OVA episodes. So we get, you know, like I said, a view of all the different places with the snow falling across all these barren wasteland areas and we get shots of things that we have seen before like the ice covered, you know, body of water where they fought the the walrus, the walrus and, and places they've traveled all with the credits rolling over, which is an interesting choice. So instead of going to our theme song, we get that instead. Like I said last time, no theme song, so it's serious. It is It is so serious. It is super serious. It's super serial, guys. Yeah. We get, like, weird, fuzzy glimpses of other city things through, like, the lens of a weird bottle. And then we get our our, our title card, like, I guess, the, 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 the series title card, card Wolf's Rain, yep. uh, amidst some gunfire. And we get another shot of the city. Uh, I think it's supposed to be Jagera City, right? Yeah, yep. And... That cat is totally eating that chick. Oh, that... <laughs> <laughs> so, things have gone to shit. Um, there's literally, obviously, ice everywhere. The Without the ruling nobles, the people who were working for the nobles, the, the soldiers are just kind of looting and taking things yeah. from the people. Yep. Uh, we get actually a scene where they gun down, literally, a, a group of villagers. Yeah, they're running behind the car trying to... Essentially, get back their goods that were stolen right. from them. And then we cut to the wolves, where Hige is, who, remember, was shot or no, stabbed, right, by a sword, by Jagera, he goes to... And I, and I I have to mention here, this is the part where, on a previous episode, you said, oh, just leaving her here on this random, like, place, as if he's going to find her again. Well, he went back, and either he... Either she left, or he went to the wrong one. Right. Because <laughs> uh, Blue's not there, and he gets really upset that she left him. Right. Which, can you blame her? No. I cannot blame her. She had a better deal. She really honestly did. So, Hige falls over, uh, and the human med kit wanders over uh, to to essentially heal him with her crazy moonflower powers. Moonflower powers! Make up! Um, he essentially is like, no, don't worry, I'm fine. Don't don't heal me. You're, you're, you're dying. You're sick. It's, it's no big deal. He's injured, but they're going to carry on, and they decide they're going to leave Jagera City behind. Right. And head out, I guess, toward Paradise? Yeah. I mean, ultimately, that's all they have is... And we cut away to Blue and Quint. Right. And we had their, as I talked about, I know, in my, like, segment on last week's episode, they had one of the more touching moments from the entire anime. Absolutely. One of the best moments from the entire anime. Yep. Um, where Blue reveals who she is to yep. him. And they are leaving the city 
And it seems like he's leaving, trying to kind of leave without her. Yeah, we get a lot of that. A ton of that throughout this OVA. Yep. Just lots of moments of, I must be alone. No, you can't go. But I need to be alone. But you can't. Yep. You'll die. And they have more of a back and forth bantering moment here. uh, Basically, essentially in the wastelands. And it's just a lot of talk. I mean, it's, it's, it's good. It's touching. It's touching moments of her trying to convince him that he shouldn't take everything so seriously as if he's to blame. Yep. You know, for the death of his kid, bringing down the house. Not getting revenge when he wants to. Right. He wants to get revenge. And he doesn't really know who to get revenge against now, right? Right. Like he had. He had somebody to hate and then. Right. The wolves. Yep. And And then uh, random car. Oh yes, and a random car out of nowhere. And I think is this supposed to be the car from the from Jagara's thing that was like tearing off? I think and, it's a car from Jagara's city, certainly. Probably full of soldiers that yeah, we saw that were stealing shit. We saw that style of car multiple times, and it runs Quint over. Well, it's going to run Blue over because she's trying to stop it to help Quint. Oh yeah, and then he pushes her out of the way, and he gets takes the hit. So very noble in the fact that he he saves her life, right? Which is very touching. It's very sweet. Uh, we go back to the main wolves. We get a shooting star. Um, they're, you know, just kind of talking about paradise. Um, we also get a scene with Hub and Cher. Yep. They're All back together. Wrapped up in a blanket. Yep. Um, very Vashta Stampede almost look. Like, yeah. of, I think, what episode was that? I feel like there was an episode where he was kind of wrapped up in a blanket like that. I can't remember which one it was either. Yeah, but there's like kind of a, a kind of a motif there. They're in a wasteland, a similar sort of thing. And this is where I think they find uh, a vehicle. Yeah. And I think it was the vehicle that ran over. It might be a vehicle, a vehicle that ran them over. It may not be. I don't know. That wouldn't make a lot of sense because it's that would be that would have been ahead of them. Well, I mean, either way, it's another group of Jagara's former soldiers yeah, who have who stolen all, shit, who've all gunned each other down. Yeah, uh, essentially all fighting for the riches. Right. Um, which is very. Again, realistic. The world is seemingly ending. Chaos, anarchy. The first thought a lot of people have is, well, let's take material goods, even though material goods mean nothing. They, yeah, these things are kill each other over is useless. Um, Hub does find a cool cigar, though. Well, you know, it was, at least he can use it. It's true. It absolutely is useful. A cigar is more valuable at this point than a pearls. Right. Uh, they get into the vehicle and decide that they're going to travel. They're not sure where to go because he says, you know, essentially Hub says there's nothing left. Like, where will we go to? But they're going to essentially just try to ride together across the wasteland with whatever gas they have left. out of gas. Absolutely. Which I guess makes sense. It's like, we're going this way. We might as well go this way a little faster for a while. Pretty much. We go back to the wolves again. Uh, we get more angst with yeah. Hige being injured. and But they, t- also, uh, they also start tracking Quint. Oh, yes, that's right. Trying to find Quint, they know if they find Quint, they'll probably find Blue as well. Right, which is all Hige really cares about, I think. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Like, Hige is definitely driven by just that one thing. We cut back again. This is one of those, like, jump back and forth sort of episodes. It, it really is. Um, it's Blue carrying Quint on her back. Yeah. She doesn't have thumbs, though. Um, well, <laughs> you know. And they actually show, like, him draped over the wolf, but... Is yeah. that? No, no, it's not, though, because there's legs. Those are legs. Those are human legs. Whoa. Wolves have legs. Well, okay, stop. <laughs> I know, I know that wolves have legs. More, in fact. Oh my god. <sighs> twice the human, right? Because I have twice the legs, right? But also half the you. Less than thumbs. Also, hundred percent less than humans because they have no arms, right? 
which makes them humans. Hence the anime. Holy shit. Uh, so they, they, they fucking just get more emotional. Math checks out. Thank you. Uh, they get more emotional as Blue is literally dragging him across a wasteland. Uh, this goes on for a while, in all honesty, uh, until she realizes that Pops isn't really moving yep. anymore. That she's just dragging a dead body, or at least a unconscious unconscious body. body. But she decides, no, I'm not going to let him stay here. And she continuously just tries to drag a completely lifeless body, or essentially lifeless body along. We get a couple of shots of, of shooting stars. Do, uh, do you notice? Yeah, and I think maybe that plays into what happens next episode. I think it does. Um, so, foreshadowing! Maybe, maybe foreshadowing, yeah. A little bit of foreshadowing. Wolves aren't that big. Right. Like, in the in nature, you know? Right. Like, about the size of my dog. My big dog. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure if I laid on my big dog like he's doing to Blue, I'd kill her. Eh, I mean... Maybe, but also he's probably. I, I, know, I know these are magic people wolves and all. They are magic people wolves, and I'm sure he's he's wearing layers of of things. But I imagine he's pretty frail. He's older. He lives in a, an apocalypse. He's, he drinks all the time. He's not getting a lot of nourishment. He's still bigger than she is. Oh, that's true. I mean, it's true that we do see that scene where he's laying on top of her. Essentially, she has drug him as far as that she can drag him. And Hub and Cher show up and actually find them just in the nick of time to essentially. Make sure that they're Which is why be I don't okay. think that they have that car, because that car went ahead. Oh, that's true. That's true. Unless they got lost. Yeah, unless they circled back around. Right. But there's, you know, it's a car. So they patch Quint up as good as they can. He's got that sort of, you know, like, wrapping around his head. Yeah. And they start a fire. And, again, they just sit and they talk about wolves and the apocalypse and... Blue cuddles up next to him. It's kind of cute. It is. I like it. Sharon and Hub talk about the idea of, so, this is it. Yeah. Like, we're going to die, right? Like, this is this is a world that's going to belong to wolves, and what place do humans have in this, in this world? Yep. Which is another kind of cool thing that you see in, you know, a thematic idea of the end of the world type stories, of humans coming to grips of how insignificant they are in the grander scheme of things. And that really is kind of the the point there of the paradise being a wolf paradise. There mm-hmm. isn't a place for humans in it. Right. You think of, you know, traditional mythology and it's it's written for humans to, you know, essentially, you know, if you really distill it down, it's a way for humans to face their mortality. Right. But this is wolf mythology. Right. So like there is no heaven. <laughs> For right. humans. The the closest we get is Jagara saying, like, I'm gonna create my own paradise. Well there's no there's no heaven, period. Right. Paradise is literally a new world that doesn't suck and isn't polluted. Yeah. It's a it's a mortal paradise. It's a mortal less paradise. Well mortal in the dogs will or wolves will live and die. Okay. And it's only a paradise for the wolves because they plentiful hunting. Mm-hmm. It's not an eternal paradise, it's 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 just kind of a cool. You don't see that very often, right? Where there is no equivalent for the humans when that's such a very human thing, right? It it actually kind of reminds me of like old school Judaism when they're referring to soul, they're referring to literally referring to the person, right? Not an ephemeral inside person mm-hmm. that, that comes out. Mm-hmm. 
you know, when and they're talking about souls being raised from the dead, they're literally talking about the body physically coming back to life. Yeah, absolutely. And living forever. And so it kind of reminds me of that a little bit because this is a physical apocalypse, a physical paradise. Mm-hmm. You will still be annihilated eventually. Yeah. You know, by death. Right. So I think this is a good place as any to take us to the break card. Should have broke when Quint got broke by the car. <laughs> Stray! Hey, Bill. Hi. How can people support us? Our show? They can go to meandies.com slash tunijavities. <laughs> God damn it, I don't bring you the break card. <laughs> ever! Ever! We can't do this! No, don't go to meandies.com slash tunijavities. It doesn't exist. We do not do those kind of things. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash tunijavities. That makes more sense. It definitely does. Uh, you can go there and you can pledge any amount of money as low as $1 to as much as, I don't know, I mean, if you want to pledge $500, a trillion. you could pledge a trillion dollars <laughs> to us on our Patreon. If you did that, we would be very happy. Bill Gates, if you're out there and you enjoy anime, do you think Bill Gates enjoys anime? Oh, yeah. You think so? Oh, yeah. Like 100%? 100%. Okay. What's his favorite? 100. What's, what, what's his favorite anime? If you had to guess what Bill Gates' favorite anime was. Oh, it's definitely hentai. Oh, God. Oh, God. I was going to go with, like, Naruto, but that got really dark and really fucked up. Um, huh. So, if Bill Gates, if you want to support us... Um, if you guys, Not anymore. If you want to... If you, hey, if Bill Gates gave us a million dollars on Patreon... I would turn this into a hentai podcast. I would steal... We can do whatever the fuck we want. I would steal all Josh's hentai and sell it to him. Yes. Again. <laughs> if Bill Gates was like, here's a million dollars, and we want you, I want you to do hentai now, I'd be like, yes, Bill Gates. Absolutely. Review hentai or do hentai? Because those are different things. Those are very different. Review hentai. I'm not going to do hentai. I'm a lonely guy right now, but not that lonely. Um, hey, what are we talking about? This is the break card. <laughs> Patreon.com slash tuning Japanese where you can donate like our friend Superfan Matt who has bumped up his donation to $20 a month. We have to create a new level for him. I don't even know what we need to create. The Matt level. The, it's the Matt level. Um, and then we can create one above that and it will call it like cooler than Matt. And then Matt will just like bump his donation up probably again. Um, but he's definitely helping us out and donating a lot of money to the cause. And Matt has been amazing. And he gets all kinds of cool stuff like bonus episodes. He gets show notes. He gets, he got to uh, tell us an anime character to create for our tuning RPG series, which we're going to start up here this summer. He's been on an episode. We're going to get him back on for another future episode here probably this summer. He gets all kinds of great bonus content. Stickers, a pin. We talk on Facebook Messenger. Quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if you give us enough money, we'll just chat with you all the time on Facebook. Awesome bonus content. That's not a... We need to make that a level. Yeah. That's not really a level. Um, But no. I'm I'm a national treasure, damn it. You are. You want Bill. to hear my opinions on things. You are a national treasure. No, check out check us out at patreon.com slash tuningjapanese, like our friend Nash, who has backed at the $5 level. Um, Brian Nash, thank you so much. It's weird to say his name, like his full it, name. It, it I is. never do that. It, it, it's strange. Uh, but thank you so much for your donation. And then we got a brand new donor this week, a patron, if you will, Cameron Baird. 
who just donated three dollars, which is awesome and fantastic. Welcome aboard. You are amazing. You're all amazing, and it's people like this who help us pay the bills, keep the lights on for this podcast, and hopefully expand and do some new things and some better things. I want to rip off uh, Not Alone podcast, but I don't want to rip off Not Alone podcast. Okay. When they get new patrons, they always like say, "Woo, their name." <laughs> So I'd be like, woo, Cameron. <laughs> I guess I just did. I think you just did. Um, but I also gave uh, No Sleep a shout-out, so. Because they, uh, they really need us, I think, to probably, help. Probably not. Probably not. Um, so definitely go check that out. We'd appreciate it. Leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever it is you listen to the show. We'd appreciate that. Google Play. We're on Spotify. You can check out Tuning RPG, which is a series we put the first sort of like introductory out, then life got in the way. We're going to pick up and start that this summer. Uh, those will, episodes will appear on our YouTube, and then all the supplementary stuff is going to show up on our Patreon. Just in, in fairness, I tried to uh, contribute to, to, to Tuning RPG. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had to build Piccolo. And when yeah, I had, when I had that a, didn't work. A Bessem character, and I was starting to approach like 900 points. I was like, eh. <laughs> Maybe so, I did this wrong. We went back to we're going back to the drawing board. We've got I've already got some ideas lined up for us to talk about. So we'll be we'll be recording that. And just check out tuningjapanese.com, the home for where all of our new releases, the occasional article, uh and just just all kinds of good stuff. Anything else, Bill, here in the break card that we can think of that we have to to shill? Uh I'm streaming again. Twitch.tv slash lemon nerdboy. I've had actually a lot of viewers. It's nice. it's been kind of intimidating. I had I kind of made like acquaintances with someone on the web uh playing a game and wa- then watching me play and then they've been like throwing viewers at me left and right so it's been it's been a little odd i may actually be a- an affiliate soon level which means that i can make money off of it soon oh which is you can't now i mean no not yet i mean i can oh. i'm getting donations i have a donation thing set up but like i can also set up they've got a system called bits that right. is like its own currency that like you can not those kind of bits but oh, okay um Again, thank God it's not a video podcast. Um, as well as, I think I can get a sub button, um, which is not what you think is, Bill. Can you get a down button? <laughs> hey, Bill. Yes. Let's 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 go back to the episode. That's probably safe. We're back from the break card. I feel dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, you brought the nut cage again. It's been a long time since I've seen the nut cage. The, the Dom button. <laughs> <laughs> so we come back to the... I mean, is that just a butthole? Stop it. We come <laughs> back to the wolves. And they are again still searching for blue. Stop with your vi- visual jokes in a audio means. And they actually find uh, a vehicle and more specifically blue. Right. She comes barreling out of nowhere, and it's actually kind of a touching scene, although I'm kind of confused by it, where she tackles Hige, and they they get a little... Yeah, a little... Wolf sexy. A little fuzzy. A little warm and fuzzy with yeah. each other. It's a cute scene. It's really adorable. She's got to stop chasing cars. She really does. Okay, am I the only one that has a problem with how affectionate she is toward Hige at this point? <laughs> yes, I have a problem with it. Okay. No, you're not the only one. I guess it's fine... It does seem undeserved and shoehorned in. Yeah. And at this point, I am pretty set that Hige is the worst character. Right. And Blue is the best. So and you, he just don't, you just don't want to ship these two He together. just doesn't deserve her. Yeah. Well, I mean, we left off in the last episode. She was supposed to be his prize. 
Well, exactly. Which, so it's just more of that crap. It's more of this crap. Although, I guess... They, I mean, she would be happy to see that they all survived. Right. She, you know... It, she is in love with Hige because the script says she's in love with Hige. Right. That's really what it amounts to. I know. It's lazy. It's, it's, it is lazy. I don't love it. But it is still at least a cute scene. Yeah. We it's just a reality that. we have to accept. Yeah. No, you're right. Not only are they reunited, but obviously then the human characters are reunited with the wolves. Including a, a sweet scene with Cher and, and Cheza. Right. Which, again... They're kind of bringing everything back full circle here. You know, what we saw at the very beginning. And, you know, we had character development between uh, all these characters before. Uh, we get a scene where now the, the vehicle is going. You've got Quint in the back. You've got Hige in the back. They're both injured. You've Blue's got, watching over both of them. Yep, Blue's watching over both of them. You've got the other wolves running outside. You've got Cher holding Cheza. Which, at first, I didn't realize it was, like, the European version of the car. Oh, like yeah, because yeah, she thought she was driving. I was like, she's just, it's not safe driving with her in a lap. No, definitely definitely not safe. And the wolves are running behind, which... Is probably better. I... Maybe. I mean, I get that, like, there are wolves running behind the car. Yeah, yes. But, I mean, a ride's a ride. What's the point of expending that energy if you don't have to? Is it to conserve gas? Not really. That thing is huge. What's another, what, hundred and... 150 pounds, maybe. 200 pounds, 200 pounds probably. probably, yeah. Because I, I'm sure... 240 pounds of the... If you, my dog's 80 pounds, she's about the size of a wolf. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see another... Another, another shooting another star Another shooting thing. star right as we get a tender moment between Hub and Cher holding hands. And this actually causes the ice to start breaking apart. and right, crack and break. And again, it's one of those things where, as I think we alluded to earlier in, uh, in our episode... There's a lot of not a lot going on until yep. something happens. Yeah. And this is where something happens. And this does kind of feel a little bit like a Diablo sex machina. Like, yeah. that thing just happens. No, absolutely. I agree. The ice all cracks. It causes a cliff to form. And it causes Hub to have to turn the wheel drastically, which yeah. flips the car. Yeah. Um, right at the edge. Uh, all the, the wolves limp away with, with Quint. Which, yes, okay, fine. It was good that the wolves weren't. In the car. Right. And we get what I consider to be one of the most dramatic moments of the entire series. Cher just hands Cheza. Cher hands Cheza, uh, sends, sends Cheza over to, to Hub. Says, here, take her. I'll get out. It's very dramatic. Extremely, extremely dramatic. Uh, he starts walking away. And as he starts walking away, the ice cracks, gives way, and the vehicle plummets. And again, and he, it was kind of a moment of, like, bad thing happened, because here's where the bad thing happens. I mean... Yes, I mean, I still think there's an emotional impact there. How do they all get down there? Did you not see the wolves ever jump up, like, cliffs and shit? Okay, how did, like, injured old man and weird flower girl... Okay, yes, good point. Regular human. Um, There was that How road. are they planning on getting back up? There was that road that led down this way, just right. happened to lead down this way. The ice cracked into a road that circles around, we'll switch back. Could be. No, that that's a plot. <laughs> yeah, right? That is a problem. But, okay... So she falls. She plummets with the vehicle right. down this huge drop. But then we cut to her being held by Hub. Like, right. she doesn't look injured at all. No. She's not coughing up blood. She's not smeared halfway under the thing, like, no. only being kept alive because the blood is still circulating in the upper half of her body to her brain. Yeah, because the car is, like, pinched off the... <laughs> pinched off the bottom half yep. of Cher. Yeah, like the old railway workers would happen. It's an emotional moment because she dies in his arms. Right. 
And it is sad. And she's alive just long enough to, like, have her final words. and It's very anime. Right. And all of them are watching on as, you know, she dies. At first I thought they were, like, not watching. Like, they're all just, like, looking away. <laughs> no, they're watching. They're, I know. They're, they're yeah, I, I figured it out, but it's... The, the way they, they framed it that very first, it was just them standing. I thought they were all, like, this and is awkward. He, have they shown that red moon a whole lot yet? I don't think a lot yet, no. Because, like, there's a really cool image where the wolves are watching, and you see the back the back of the wolves, and through a cloudy, like, the breaks in the, cre- the clouds of the sky, you see the, the giant red moon. Right. Which is part of the prophecy of the Book of the yeah, Moon. Yeah, the, the blood moon. Yeah. And then they, uh, they Aerith her. <laughs> or Eris, if er- you, Eris. Depend, depending upon which version you're, you're playing. It's been a long time since I played it. It's a Final Fantasy VII joke, uh, as... Hub just drops share into the water. Yep. I guess you can't really bury her any other way. Plunk. <laughs> he's not he's not dropping the Cosby kids off in the pool. <laughs> and, then he, and then he gets that's racist. <laughs> You're right. You're right. And then he gets mad at the car. Oh, he gets so mad. Which I get it. And His he, ex-wife just died. No, I get that much. But then he Hulk strengths the car over. Okay, he doesn't. <laughs> he he tries to. It takes all of the wolves and Cheza and everyone else that is able-bodied enough. I don't think Cheza actually gets involved now. I think about it, but they all get up and they just all start pushing. The okay, car one you're right. Time. They all do. I just had this moment in my brain of them standing there watching and him like pushing. So I. So okay. to explain this a little bit better, he gets mad. He goes over. Hub does and tries to push against a car. Kiba joins. Right. Because Kiba, I mean, as bland as Kiba is, he's the hero. He's so. the hero. He's noble. He understands where she's coming, or he's coming from. Also, right, they, they need a car. They do need a car. And then all the wolves come over and they push the car over. And it is kind of a, a sweet moment. How, they, sweet how moment. do they get the car back up the cliff? The switchback, as you mentioned. <laughs> come on now. Yeah, it's a good question. I don't know. Maybe they're just going to ride on this new lower level. I don't know. It's, it's a plot hole. That's all I could say. Uh, but they get the car going, and it's on the regular road. Yeah, that's, that's not a lower level. That's no, that, that's back where it is. Wide open sky. Yeah. And we cut to our title card, where the soul goes. And that's it. Hey, before we wrap right, up, that's what I wanted to mention. <laughs> uh, the closing credits are the exact same, with the exception of, instead of, I guess that's supposed to be Kiba running from the moon? I assume so. Um, we, we get this image. If you've never watched the closed credits, if you're just one of those people that listen to the podcast but don't watch along with us at all. Adam. Adam. Adam, (laughs) you, you, who are behind on our show, mentioning shit from two episodes ago to me today. Um, No, there's a a shot of Kiba running in slow motion, and in the background is a full moon. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's the exact same scene, but they colored the moon red. Right. Which is really kind of a cool little bit of detail. It's a nice little ominous moment. I like it. This is the part of the episode, though, where we talk about our thoughts on this episode, the OVA, episode one, episode 27 right. <laughs> of the anime. Bill? Hi. Yes. I have talked a lot. You have. What are your thoughts? Just about general life or... I mean... About you, raccoons you, you, or... You, my favorite raccoon is Raccoon Reigns. Yes, mine too. My second favorite is, is Rocket Raccoon. Yeah, that's true too. So who's your third favorite raccoon? Um, My third favorite raccoon... What other raccoons are there? Ranger Rick. <gasps> Ranger Rick would be my third favorite raccoon. Right. Yeah, okay, agreed. you're right. Okay. 
This has been our mini episode where we rank our favorite raccoons. Uh, okay, so what? What? Uh, what Rac- you... Raccooning Japanese. Rac- <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if we ever run out of anime or we get bored of this one, that's our new podcast, Raccooning. Forget rad dudes. <laughs> We're gonna do Raccooning Japanese. I'm, I'm overfall anyway. That's that's fair. That's fair. Hey, Bill, what are Hi. your thoughts on this episode of the OVA? Exactly what we said starting out. Nothing happened until it did. Yeah. Um, and although, although it's beautiful, mm-hmm. it, it, it's a it's a distillation of the entire anime, I guess. Yep. Because it's more beautiful than ever. Yeah. And it's more boring as ever until something happens. <laughs> and then that thing happens, and we're into it, but then you go like, but... But how did that happen? Yeah. Like, how'd you get the car back up there? How'd you guys get down? True. Like, it felt a little, like, abrupt. Yeah, It I agree. felt just, bad thing happens now! I would agree with you on that. Um. And spoiler, episode two is going to be the exact same. Uh-huh. A lot of talky, lot of talky. Bad thing happens! Wait, but why did that happen, really? Right. And what advantage did that actually gain? We'll get there. Yeah. Don't worry. We're not going to talk about it today. Although we mentioned things because we thought we were, but... Right, but we're not, so it's okay. Tough shit, we're not. Exactly. Deal it's, with it, it. it's called um, teasers for our next episode. No, we're... Uh, this episode, again, you're right. I mean, you are right, mostly. It's beautiful, it's gorgeous. Not a lot does happen. But at the same time, I do appreciate we kind of just ended the last episode with... Okay, so things are just kind of here, and our last establishing shots of all the characters are just kind of kind of closing things off. Why didn't Chesa try to heal her? I don't know how much she can, though. Because in episode two, something, she just goes for CPR instead of actual healing. So maybe she can only... Why didn't she CPR her? <sighs> God damn it. <laughs> um, <laughs> she can only affect wolves. Unless, I mean, she is a trained CPR, and trained CPR, unlike Hub. But, anywho. That's besides the point. The, what is, what is the point is we get more world building in this episode than I think we got in a lot of other episodes. Yeah. Which I appreciate. We're starting to understand what they're about. We're starting to understand what the paradise thing yeah. is, and the, well, the whole the anime world, is about. The whole anime is about. Which they could not apparently tell us enough. Sure, we could read things from the Book of the Moon, but we still can't tell what the fuck is going on. Yep. Like that beginning part with Darsha the First being the owl. Yeah. That kind of makes sense, but not still. But like at least is a little cool thing also, and made us think about the world. They just didn't bother explaining that. Yeah. At all. Like at least like we have some understanding of the owl now. If I didn't have the subtitles on, I wouldn't know that was Darsha the First reading that. No, you're right. I, I knew it was the owl's voice. But yeah, if I didn't watch everything with subtitles on, because I'm a weirdo. You know, you are a weirdo, and I and, and and usually I find that a little weird. But I'm glad that you do because we catch things. Yeah, a lot doing this podcast when you just turning the subtitles on. I that's one of the reasons I do it, especially doing this when I'm actually analyzing something. I very much appreciate it. it was either this. I mean, it starts with Excel, where you just have to have them on because you can't tell what the fuck she's saying because Jessica Calvello is that good. Well, the anime was recorded that way, and it was. Absolutely. I mean, she was good enough to keep up with it. Right. Certainly. Absolutely. I, I think, really, the fault lays with the anime. Mm-hmm. I would absolutely agree with that. Yeah, that that's my thoughts overall. It's a good episode, but it is still flawed. 
I mean, you're going to have to watch it just to know what's going on. Yeah. Like, where's Dr. Blondie? Bottom of the ocean. Pop, pop, fizz, fizz. Oh, no. (laughs) (sighs) Hey, we made an hour out of this. Yeah, well, that works. Yeah, it works out. See, we've got good chemistry, you and I. Oh, no shit. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, this has been Tuning Japanese. A podcast. Cuando dos hermanos hombres. Can't remember what to talk means. <laughs> About anime. I got brother men. Soy brother men. <laughs> and, uh. Yo soy Andy. And I had a bunch of tacos last night and Bill. <laughs> oh, we'll see you next time. I really use a kind of sign off phrase. Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. For more information, visit our website, tuningjapanese.com, like our Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese, and follow our Twitter at tuningjapanese. You can also get a hold of the show by sending us an email at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Check out our YouTube channel and our new series, Tuning RPG, by searching for Tuning Japanese or Tuning RPG on youtube.com. Please help support the show by going to iTunes and leaving a five-star rating and review. You can also go to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese to get all kinds of bonus content and help support the show monetarily. Ha, 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 ha.